And you know what time it is. It is 32 minutes, 32 minutes past the hour. The morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. And we always make it move with the right things. We give you what you need to hear. And what you need to hear is mental health. And now, Mindset Monday. Presented by Passion Purpose Coaching and Paradigm Shift Marathon of the Mindset. We are in the 44-week journey. We are deep into it. But for the new listeners that are joining us on the journey today, let's tell you a little bit about Coach Jarvis Jordan, whose passion is to disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed while assisting individuals with identifying their passion, which leads to their purpose. Now, how does he do it? He does this by being a philanthropist, certified life and business coach, serial entrepreneur, mentor, educator, motivational speaker, author of the phenomenal book that we are diving into today, Paradigm Shift Marathon of the Mindset, brand ambassador for the Irby, a classic men's clothier, so many things. He is intentional in being the agent for change, not an agent, the agent for change. As a CEO, he oversees the day-to-day operations of JMJ Enterprises, Situations Media Entertainment, Eclectic Organics, Passion Purpose Coaching, Paradigm Marketing, you name it, he's done it all, done, done it all, done, done it all. Yes, that's right. I'm saying that each week now. He is the founder of the nonprofit organization Odessa Jordan, established in honor of his late grandmother to offer the youth an ethical foundation while shifting paradigms. Coach Jarvis also serves the community as a youth caseworker and a youth mentor and a great one at that. The cultivating of dreams into reality is his passionate purpose. Serving that passionate purpose every single week is Coach Jarvis, who is on right now. Powerful morning to you, my brother. Powerful morning to you, King. Powerful morning. Powerful morning to our listening audience as well. Um, I'm gonna jump right into it, get to it, so we can. Um, I got a, I got a bit of a lot to cover this morning. Um, with the topic that we're going over. So for those who have been following along the journey on paradigm shift marathon of the mindset, um, you should by now have some sort of understanding or a hold on actually shifting your paradigm. I'm just gonna go back through really quick. Um, some of the things that we've already addressed. Um, we started off with how to win the morning. We then focused on change. Then we we meandered through creating a positive mindset, a courageous mindset, a goal-setting mindset, a self-trust mindset. Then we focused on only quality people, OQP. We spoke about decision-making a little bit. We went into the process of being proactive versus being reactive. We talked about the beauty of maturity and the perfect passion of peace. We spoke on reality. And on last week, we spoke on journeys change. And on this week, um, this is something that is like very near and dear to me. It's value and goal alignment. So first I want to just start with the word alignment. For those that are, are aware, you know, alignment is pretty much just an arrangement of something in a straight line to put it in a correct or relative position. Now I want us to, to shift our paradigm because we always want to think about things differently. When you're in a line, let's stop focusing on making a straight line one behind the other and let's make a straight line one beside the other because we all are equal in this marathon that we're running everyone has a particular 
passion or purpose that they want to achieve, and everyone has greatness within, is within them. It's important for us to focus on the greatness when we're a part of a team because that's what makes a team strong. And if you re- realize going back to last week, that is what creates that chain that I was speaking about and those powerful locks that, co- that coexist with one another. So when we're speaking about value and goal alignment, right, one thing that I stand on is that no one can respect something that they don't value. So if you are aligned with something that doesn't value you or you don't value it, you're not going to respect it. And if you're not going to respect it, you're not going to be able to actually cultivate anything with it because there's no respect there. If you're if you're an entrepreneur and you're dealing with someone who is a nine-to-fiver, they're not going to respect your entrepreneurial endeavors because they don't understand it. They don't value it. If you're in a relationship with someone and that particular person is seeking marriage and another person is just seeking just to be in the comfort of someone that is beside them, that's not going to be cultivated because both of you are valuing different things. However, if you stand beside someone that values the exact same thing that you value, you can reach your end goal that much quicker because you're both are focused on one thing. So when you're speaking about alignment and you're speaking about these two concepts, values and goals, you first have to identify what you value. You have to create a paradigm around how you view certain things. Do you value money? Do you value beauty? Do you value respect? Do you value hard work? What are the things that you value? Make you an ongoing list of the things you value. And instead of meeting people, having expectations of other people outside of what you can control, reveal to them your value. These are some of the things that I value and have them create something of the sort so you can see if you're actually in alignment. And in everything, when you're actually doing this, be fully transparent and honest about it. Don't create a list or create a list because of these are the things that you expect other people to value of you. This has to be something that is directly related to you. What do you value? What are your true goals set? Where are you really trying to go? And when you do that, Always, always focus on your intentions when you sit at any table because anybody who sits at the table alongside you, trust and believe they're going to have their intentions closely beside them and they're going to make their decisions based on their intentions. So you cannot make your decisions based on what you think another's intentions are. This conversation It's fully about being transparent about what you want in life, what you value in life. Because before you can set a fully established SMART goal, something that's specific, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, you have to first identify what you value to coexist you, to push you forward towards that goal. Everything is missed in one big bowl of gumbo. It's not just one thing that you got to focus on. It's quite a few. And when you actually get to the point where you are fully in the mindset of understanding that maybe there are some things that I need to shift my paradigm on because maybe I value money when I shouldn't really value money. I should value hard work so that I can acquire this particular money because the money is only a tool, a tool that will give you the ability to do certain things. 
it's not going to make you a different person. It's going to make you more of who you are. So if you're a horrible person right now, if you become rich tomorrow, you're still going to be a horrible person because you don't value the cultivation itself. You value mammon, which is only going to be more, create more of a monster because something that could be used for good cannot be also used for bad. Where there's light, there's darkness. And when you do these things, make these promises to yourself. And the best thing you can do is stay true to your promise. If you stay true to your promise, you're staying true to you. You have to stay true to you in everything that you do, even when it hurts. Stay true to you. Even when it seems like the hero becomes the villain, stay true to you. Regardless of what anyone thinks about you or what anyone thinks about the moves that you're making or the moves that you have been making, stay true to you, especially if you are move, making moves alongside what God is guiding you to do. Because when I say anything on this segment, put God at the very beginning of it because he's the guiding factor. He's the compass. He, that's the entity that you strive to actually listen to and hear and make sure that what you're doing is God-driven. Because if you get into the concept of you making a decision, just like you are, like it says, man will fail you every time, put yourself in that conversation too, because you will fail you as well. So put something that is greater than you. Have some sort of belief system that super exceeds what you actually believe in. Put something before you. I have a statement that I say is bigger than me. Or last week, I updated that statement. Now I say it's bigger than me. However, it starts with me. Because in order for me to do anything that is greater than me outside of me, I have to make sure that I am completely together. I got to focus on making sure I'm continuing to cultivate myself. I have to make sure that I am emotionally sound. I am mentally in the right state. I am fully healthy physically. Just making sure my spiritual alignment is going the way that it is. And if it's not, you will be able to tell because life begins to get very chaotic. And life begins to be very not peaceful. And everything seems to go in a manner where you can't seem to figure out why these things are happening. But they're happening because it's your energy. Your energy is creating your reality. You have to take control of your energy. Energy is real. I speak about listening to sophigio frequencies a lot. Your body is just a big ball of energy that is vibrating on frequencies. When your frequency is not aligned, you become something that you, you're not even realizing you're becoming it because you're not focused on those things. Your values don't align with that, so you cannot see that. And I'm speaking about all of this because this is the work that you have to do behind the scenes before you can even establish what you value. And only when you can establish what you value can you set a goal that you're trying to attain. You can tell a lot by who a person is by what they do. The intangible things that you need to do are within you. So if you want to be, this said, we'll take a CEO, for example. If you want to be a powerful CEO, you have to do things that will coexist with that mindset. I didn't say go and Google what CEOs are doing, but I'm telling you to understand what a CEO is. A CEO is a leader. A CEO is a visionary. A CEO is a trailblazer, an innovator. In order to be those things, you have to research. You have to read. 
You have to be involved with what's going on. You have to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you in said things so you can continue to grow as a person and you can continue to acquire knowledge. I look at a CEO as like an octopus. You have all of these different tentacles that you have to be great at, not good at. You have to be great at in order to be successful. But I will tell you this, if that is what you want to do, it's worth it if you value the hard work that it's going to take to get to that point. You have to be in alignment with just that that one concept because in your alignment, that is what is going to cultivate your alliance. That is what's going to cultivate your union or association when you form that with someone else for mutual benefit. That is what's going to actually get you to the next point. Along that journey, I want to make everyone perfectly aware, when you start to do this work, that's when the trouble will come. That's when the storm will come. That's when the turbulence will come. Turbulence is the price you pay for flying high. When you start to do things in a different manner, in a different format, life will begin to get difficult. I want everyone, Dr. Bowen was speaking about that earlier when he was talking about pain and how people actually react to this pain. I want to ask those that are listening, learn to repurpose your pain. Learn to restructure your failure because your pain will push you towards your purpose. Your failure will end up being your success. How is that possible, Coach Jarvis? Because what is painful for you it may be purpose in it because that moment of pain is going to stick with you. So you're going to acquire the lesson from that. That failure that you have acquired in life, that's going to stick with you because you obtain the knowledge behind what you were doing that coexisted with that failure. Now you can append that to your knowledge base and you can make it a wisdom teaching because now this is knowledge in action. You are taking all of these things, and instead of putting a damper on it, instead of putting a dark light on it, you're actually using it as a method to actually push you forward. You make all obstacles opportunities in everything you do. Things will happen. Nothing is perfect. Situations will go awry. Things will come up upon you. You will have no idea what is happening. Start to embrace it. Stop. Stop learning to... Look at everything as if it's an attack on you. Maybe look at it, shift your paradigm, and start to do the research on why is this attack happening? What is it that God is trying to get me to see? What move am I not making? What avenue should I go down? How should I be viewing this? Start really questioning the things that are actually going to make you better. Something that Dr. Bowen said in his previous message, he said, write a list of things that you are grateful for. That's the reason we have so many ungrateful people, because it's the small things that we have that people aren't grateful for. Just being able to have a roof over your head, being able to eat a meal, some people being able to have a job, being able to have people that you can call on, being able to open your eyes every morning just to give another opportunity to possibly get it right. That's something to be grateful for. And in all of that, you've got to know how 
to really focus on your response. Victor Frankl has a has a quote, and I, I go by this quote a, a lot. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. So think about that for a minute, for a minute, right? Between the moment someone triggers you to the moment that you respond, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. So in that moment, you have that moment to choose your response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Think about that deeply. In that moment, so how you choose to have someone stimulated you can dictate your growth and your freedom. You can either be held in bondage by your past, be held in bondage by things that have already happened to you, or you can choose to actually let it go. No one never says forget about what has happened to you, but sometimes you have to release it in order to grow. You got to get rid of that emotional baggage. You can't hold other people accountable for things that they never did to you and then expect for them to behave with you as if they don't realize what type of behavior you're exhibiting towards them. They feel the energy, especially people like me. I'm an empath in in a sense. I feel other people's energy, and it causes me, I'm working on getting better at this. It causes me to behave and act in a certain way because I feel your energy, and I'm trying to figure out why, where's this energy coming from? I'm learning to release that. That's not my responsibility. That's for God. However, when releasing that, you also got to release yourself. Sometimes you got to release yourself from that realm of what's going on in that moment because the value systems are not aligned. You can't make goals with that in that particular entity because the value systems are not aligned. And then you'll learn that now when you get stimulated, your response is keeping you from growing and keeping you from being free and keeping you from your peace because you're always either in offensive or defensive mode. Someone, I watch Floyd Mayweather a lot, and when I watch him, I view him as a great boxer because of his defense. And for me, defense is the offense because if I can tire you out, I can continue forward. Think about what I think about my concept, marathon. A marathon is not a 40 relay race. A marathon is an extended journey, but you have to continue on. The marathon continues. As the great Mr. Hustle say, focus on your breathing. It's all about your pace. Relating that to life, focus on your values and your goals when you're trying to get to where you want to go. Repurpose your pain. Understand who you're aligned with. Understand who your alliance is. Stay true to the promises you made to you first. What is your promise to you? Write that down this week. What is your promise to you? Why are you spending so much time promising other people all of these different things? What is your promise to you? What do you stand for? Don't stand so don't stand so hard in your box though that you be boxed in. Learn how to stand outside of your circle. Learn how to shift your paradigm. Learn how to cultivate your mindset. All of these things are things of you. Can no one do this for you? You have to do this work for yourself. Something that I teach to my son right now, hard work beats talent any day. My son is talented. 
I'm trying to teach them hard work because if we can get the two in the same bag, it's 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 light years of what he can do. It's, he has no ceiling. And I say the same thing for everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice. When you understand that it takes hard work to get to where you want to go. A lot of the things that I speak about, a lot of the things that I communicate about, it comes from years of reading, years of studying, years of cultivating my mindset, years of pain, years of failure, years of going through chaotic situations and still going through chaotic situations. It doesn't stop just because you start to put in the hard work. Actually, it gets more difficult when you start to put in the hard work. Because if you are a believer, the devil is not going to attack anything that coexisted with it. It's going to attack that for which it's trying to do something different. But I tell you this, it's nothing new under the sun, except for the internet. It's nothing new under the sun. Everything has happened before. It's no new tactics. Focus on you. Prepare yourself. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Prepare properly or be punished by the principal. It's things that you can do for you. It's all within you, what you can do when you want to get your values and your goals aligned. Going back to the beginning, I want everyone to understand, in order to be aligned properly with anyone, understand what your values are. A person will not respect what they don't value. In order, in order to set a goal that's in alignment with your alignment, you have to create a value system. Ask those around you what they value so you can make sure that you guys are valuing the same thing. If everyone values hard work, then you automatically know everyone is working hard. You don't have to ask that question. If everyone else values excellence, you're going you're gonna to move towards that. Because that's what you value. You don't have to look outside. I can go years and months without talking to you. However, I know you're moving in excellence because that's what we value. That's what we stand on. And I'm going to leave everyone with this. And this is something that I do. I have been doing for quite some time. I started to see it going viral on social media. It's amazing because I've been doing this for years, but I never spoke about it. But I want to give this to my listening audience because it's something that works for me. For those who are aware, there's a concept. It's called a 369 method. I call it my 369 mythology. I've been doing it for about eight years now. So what that method is, is you figure out what it is you want in this life. Believe in it as if it's already done. It's going back to the most high. Standing on his promises. We believe in a God, but we don't believe in what he's saying. I, I ask you to do the, do, the, do the latter. Start believing in what he's saying. Okay, cool, you believe in God. Okay, everybody got a belief system. Okay, cool. But start believing in what he's saying. So this is what I'm telling you when I'm telling you about this 369 method. This is standing on what he says. When you wake up in the morning, identify several things that you believe that you will be. Write it down three times. Read it back to yourself those three times. In the afternoon, take those same things that you believe that you're going to be. Write them down six times. Once you write those things down six times, read those things six times. 
in at night before you go to bed. Take those same things. Write those things down nine times. Read those things down nine. Read those things back. And to give you an example, I'm just going to read a few of mine real quick. I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family, not the last. Money come easily, frequently, and abundantly. I will be the first doctor in my family, not the last. I will be the first debt-free business mogul in my family, not the last. I am always divinely guided by the Most High God. My gifts make room for me. I always keep my heart free from hate, my mind free from worry. I live simply, expect little, give much, fit my life. Fill my life with love, scatter light, forget self, think of others, and do unto others as I actually done to me. I am a trailblazer. I am a mastermind. I am uncommon, and I am a leader. I take those things and write those things down three, six, nine times. And if anyone follows me truly, they can honestly say that these things that I just read are coming to fruition. Day in and day out. Be patient with yourself, people. Love yourself. Know that it's within you to do anything that you want to do. Align your values with people who value what you value. Set realistic, smart goals. And I promise you, your paradigm will shift. Your life will be different. And change will be beautiful. Thank you once again for giving me the opportunity to bless you with energy that is given to me to give to you. Also, tune in later this evening, 6 p.m., to Androgynous Energy, where me and Coach Nell are coming with a hot new episode speaking about things that we have to conquer coming into this 2024 year, things that are going on, the new moon, just a plethora of different things when it comes to balancing your energy sources from the male and female side of things. And as always, follow me on PassionPurposeCoaching.com website, Passion Purpose, Passion Purpose Coaching on all platforms and as always just appreciate it and um i look forward to speaking further with you guys on next monday absolutely see that's what i'm talking about that's why we knew something was going to be powerful this morning yeah the reason why because you usually don't go this long usually close up about like five till but he had to get this out and the reason why is because it is going to help you Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay? So continue that journey. And we will continue that journey because we're going to be going on the next leg of the journey next week. Inside Mindset Monday. 44-week journey. Get the book now. Okay? While you're thinking about it. We'll remind you again in the next few minutes. But Paradigm Shift Marathon and the Mindset, please get it everywhere, everywhere where books are sold. Get it for a friend. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. And then grab everybody together and join us every single Monday for the breakdown of it all that will change the trajectory of your life's journey. It's simply put. So with that said, Coach Jarvis, have a powerful rest of your weekend. Same to you. Absolutely. And you already know what time.